Hello and welcome to JoJo's <laughs> Joe's Bizarre, Bizarre Podcast. podcast. <laughs> no, we're called. <laughs> Hello and thanks for listening to JJB Pod, aka JoJo's Bizarre Hi. Podcast. <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> My name is Mark. The laughing lady is Jackie. <laughs> and we are also joined uh, via satellite. Uh, we're joined by Miles, who's in the, uh, the JJB Pod space station currently orbiting Earth. Hello. And this is a podcast that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that is finally coming back in a few days. And, uh, you know, we've we've covered it all in a weird order, but you, you could figure it out. I think I updated the first episode or two to have me reading like, okay, this is the order we cover JoJo in. If you want to hear us cover part one, go to, it's like a choose your own adventure, but uh, way less imaginative. Anyway, look, since JoJo's Stone Ocean is not back yet, we are going to talk about a different anime this week. And that is a Patreon pick. And you'll know this because you will never have heard of this anime. It is called Hallelujah 2 Boy from 1997. It is available on High Dive. Um, But before we get into that, before we, we talk about hallelujah to boy, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's hallelujah, but it's hallelujah. We'll talk about Hare- that. It's hallelujah. But it Hare- isn't really. I'll talk about it. Okay. We need to first stop in the church of our listeners. And by that, I mean our, our we need to step into our inbox and read emails that are sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. This email is titled Mid-90s Delinquent Apocrypha. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited to hear what you all think of Hallelujah 2 Boy, even if you all didn't like it. <laughs> I randomly learned about the manga it's based on when a bunch of Tonkobon showed up at a local Japanese bookseller, uh, like Book Off. I was studying Japanese in high school at the time and it looked like a fun series. Reading the books, I had no idea what the hell was going on between crazy looking fights, between all the different styles of Japanese punks, and the main character yelling Urusai at the top of his lungs regularly. I eventually collected most of the books over time, but made the mistake of loaning them out and never got them back. Yeah, Aww. you can't do that. That's why people who run libraries, idiots. They're never getting all that stuff back. <laughs> it's such a common thing, though. Like, you lend a game to your friend and oh, yeah. they never give it back. Or, like, I'll have a game that I never got to give back to You're someone. thinking about Metal Gear Solid HD, aren't that- you? I think I did end up able. I was oh, able to back? give that one back. Oh, that's good. There was, I think, there was a Final Fantasy game that I was never able to give back to somebody. Was it nine? No, or that nine one. I, that that I... one I bought. I bought that one. Oh, okay. But that I borrowed, and but like I had, I had some friends that were smart about borrowing because they were like, "Okay, I'll let you borrow it for like two weeks," and then after two weeks, they were like. <laughs> Give me the game back. I'm like, but I'm not done. They're like, I don't care. (laughs) Jackie thinks that the people who worked at Blockbuster Video were her friends. No. That's really all that was. But Uh, then like I lent someone my like Sims expansion and like I never saw all the like a a couple of my Sims expansions. Never saw them You could download mods. You were downloading mods anyway for the Sims. You were making them have sex. The first Sims. The first Sims I wasn't (laughs) downloading mods. I was, how old was I? I was like 11. I didn't know how to who was going to download a mod in like nine in like two th- the year 2000 or whatever? Uh, <laughs> maybe me. I don't think so. Actually, uh, let's, let's wait. You have Chad's. to wait like three weeks to fucking get a download of a game or something. No, yeah, way. I will never forget reading <laughs> how to pirate Max Payne one and seeing instructions on a page where at one point 
the person wrote, but get ready for a 35 megabyte download frowny face. <laughs> Nowadays, a 35 megabyte download, you'd be like, where's the rest of it? Yeah. Anyway, Chad's email continues. Uh, years later, I found out there was an anime, but it seemed impossible that it would ever get localized. So imagine my surprise when anime streamer High Dive announces that nearly 25 years later, the Hallelujah 2 Boy anime was coming stateside. Anyway, how about some voice connections? Son of God, Hallelujah Hibino, who is voiced by Shinichiro Miki, doesn't have any JoJo ties, but also voiced Takumi Fujiwara from Initial D, the father of main character Tanjiro from Kimetsu no Yaiba Demon Slayer, and is the Japanese voice for Charmander Aww. and uh, James from Pokemon's Team Rocket. Diminutive aspiring painter Kiyoshiro Okamoto is voiced by Yuji Ueda, who doesn't have any JoJo ties, but also voiced the Tokyo U reject Keitaro Urashima from Love Hina, and is the Japanese voice of Brock and Wabafit from Pokemon. If anyone keeps listening, you can hear Fumihiko Tachiki, the voice of Gendo. Uh, he plays the Rasta-looking painter Grandpa Bob, which I believe is episode four, actually, because Jackie noticed that title. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I hope that. everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. This is uh, this is a weird pick, but I can understand reading the manga and being like, "Holy shit, this anime is finally officially coming here." Yeah. <laughs> Let's make some saps watch it. <laughs> uh, who wants to read the email from uh, Pamela? This email is from Pamela. The subject line is, I almost met Kira Buckland. Hey there, JJB Pod. Been a while. How have you guys been? As the title says, I almost met Kira in the flesh. I was at a fan expo, which is a convention similar to Comic-Con. She was hosting a panel about her role as Jolene. Unfortunately, when the time came, she didn't show up. I'm sure she had some good reasons. I think there were some scheduling issues because the event was a bit of a mess in that, ac- in that aspect. Obviously, I would have loved to meet her, but I was also in a room filled with JoJo's fans in cosplay, so it was a great time either way. We even had a pose-off at the end, which was as silly and amazing as you would expect. I still thoroughly enjoyed the event in its entirety, so I'm not too upset. I hope I get to see her in hope I get to see her some other time, though. I saw a group of friends dressed up as pillar men, including Santana, which is amazing in itself because people forget about him sometimes. I guess being almost completely naked is is easier if you're doing it with your bros. Question, have you ever met any celebrities? If yes, was it a good experience? If no, who would you like to meet other than Araki? I thought I would share since you did have her on the show before. Plus, it's JoJo, so it's relevant. P.S. A lot of couples were dressed as Abakio and Bruno, which seems horny, but I am not sure now. <laughs> I'm not sure how. <laughs> Got it. But I'm not sure how. Uh, can't wait for Stone Ocean to be back. Smiley face. <clears throat> Yay. Thanks, Pamela. Also, uh, <laughs> let's the- dig into that. Why is that horny? Why? Because it's if you're dressed as JoJo characters... And uh, one character is another one's mom, you know. Mm. Bruno's everyone's mom in that in that gang. Okay. Why else would it be horny? It's JoJo. They're all half naked. Everybody's hot. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I like the idea of it's easier being almost naked with your bros. That feels like propaganda yeah. that your gay bros would tell you, <laughs> or just like someone who really <laughs> wants to be naked, but and is trying to get you to be naked. Come on. Yeah. Let's get naked. We're bros. <laughs> yeah. This isn't gay. It's normal. 
actually. We're bros. It's actually fucked up if you don't think it's normal. Yeah, also All-Star Battle R, the JoJo game launches uh, September 1st, same time that Stone Ocean will dump out the next few episodes. And then we'll also That's see- so soon. It's very soon. It's also We also have no idea if uh, if this is the last chunk, if they're only doing 24 Stone Ocean episodes, or if there's going to be another chunk coming. Mm-mm. I don't think anyone has said Why don't so. we know that? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I haven't kept know? my eyes on the trades enough, but uh, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be spoiled for me at some point on Twitter. There's definitely been some oh, previews think- out there. I've been seeing Bloof react a lot to Poochie's eyebrows and stuff, so... Definitely been some screenings, but I don't know if anyone's gotten to episode 24 and they've been like, there will be more in question marks. Um, Yeah, the fighting game also comes out on the first. I already pre-ordered it, so I'll have that on my PC and I will enjoy it and stream some of it on twitch.tv slash jjbpod. Uh, You want to talk about Pamela's question? Yes. I wanted to make sure you didn't forget it. You're I'm like forgetting. I'm like staring at you like Mark Mark Pamela's question. I understand you very well, Jackie. <laughs> okay. Have, have you, you met any celebrities, Jackie? Okay. I know you have. I have. Miles, what's your story? Have I met celebrities? Oh, I probably have. I think you probably have. I like if you've been to any meet and greets or anything, you probably have. Miles has a blue check on Twitter. I've, He's pretty famous. Yeah. I've never met them on purpose. I have asked a question to former governor Chris Christie in a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like, but why my, did you shut down the bridge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my celebrity story, though, is that I, the first time I was meeting my partner's grandmother. Oh, I we love were meeting this. meeting up in like, Times Square because that's where their their dad worked uh and like right when I was about to meet her I saw celebrity chef Bobby Flay Hmm. and out loud in her presence I was like it's fucking Bobby Flay it's fucking Bobby Flay (laughs) right in the grandmother's presence right yeah and that was the first impression I made and the whole time I was like I can't believe I said that I'm so stupid (laughs) but then years later I was with their dad again like in Harlem and I saw Bobby Flay again. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> I think their dad is friends with Bobby Flay <laughs> and doesn't want you to know about it. I guess it. so. Um, shout out to Bobby Flay. Shout outs to Bobby Flay, who is the namesake, of course, of Bobby's Fuck Chip Burger Palace. I think that's the name of that restaurant. You don't like that restaurant? Uh, it's all right. It's overpriced. You know. It is overpriced. You can just go to Smashburger or shove chips in your sandwich, and it's fine. It's good to shove chips on your sandwich. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, who have you met that's a famo? I, pro- I don't know if I've told this story on the pod before, but I met Aquafina, who oh, yeah. is more famous now than she was when I met her. But, like, <clears throat> I... Uh, I'm very close to New York. I used to work in Soho, which is a part of New York, south of houston um and there was this coffee shop and so i went to go get coffee and the woman in front of me was talking to a friend or something but from her voice i was like 
she sounds like Aquafina. And so I like I didn't see her face. I just heard her voice. And that's probably like the only way I'm ever going to like see a celebrity like out in the wild because I like normally don't look at people when I like walk around or anything like that. So I, I like probably wouldn't notice. I probably walked by celebrities before and like didn't notice. Um, but I from her voice, I was like, because she has a very distinct raspy voice. And I was like, that's and and this was like, I don't know like what year this was, but this was like. She was mostly famous on YouTube for making like funny, like just like funny song, funny rap songs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, or and she had like a show called like Talk or something like that. But I don't it know, was, she had but like it was a YouTube like, show. Yeah, it was like, a YouTube show. It's all it was all like digital stuff. Like she wasn't like now she's an actress. Now I think she was nominated for an Oscar. So like now well, I she, don't think that's true. Not wasn't she nominated for something? She was nominated for something. Like, like she was nominated for something for for her role in. Um, the one where her grandma, the movie, she was nominated for the some, farewell. The, is it a farewell? I think she was nominated. That movie was definitely nominated for some for stuff. She got a Golden Globe award for something and a Screen Actors Guild award. She got a Golden Globe for the farewell and a British Best Academy Actress. Film Award. Was she nominated for an Oscar? Maybe not. No, I don't no. think so. Okay, fine. Well, she's like more of a big deal now, but back then, I still I was a fan. Um, and don't get me a golden globe is a big deal like yeah yeah that is a big deal well people like know who she it's like she has she had a show on was it like showtime or something she had her own show for a little she while she still has a show Nora from yeah, queens it's like Nora from queens yeah that's still that's still around i watched the first few episodes of that but anyway so i was I behind, still around this was like before she got super big but um um but i heard her in a coffee sh- i just like and then i and then i was like trying to see if i could see her face like is that aquafina um and then i'm like excuse me because <laughs> then i i do get to see i was like that's her and i'm like excuse me and she's like yeah she and i'm like are you aquafina and she's like yeah why <laughs> and i'm like oh i don't know i love you <laughs> i was like i'm a fan uh and she's like okay thanks <laughs> and then she just like <laughs> kept talking to her friend like it was just awkward like i didn't know i was like okay That's bye <laughs> like i i okay i thought of more. i wasn't gonna ask her for a picture or anything like that um well one last one this isn't he's like i don't know i don't really care about him but i was walking with my friend we were gonna go get coffee also in soho and van jones was like standing outside our office building and my friend saw him and he was like hey van jones and Van Jones is like, hey. And then I like took a picture of, of them for them. Like, I, I didn't really care. But my, my friend took a picture with Van Jones. <laughs> anyway. I also have a CNN one. Okay. Because Anderson Cooper used to work out at the gym, like, beneath my office. Uh, and he would always, like, he would be standing out there a lot. And one day I was getting coffee while he was standing outside of the gym. And I just yelled at him, you're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> and he just tipped his hat. And I was like, okay, bye. Aww. And then he's wearing a hat. Was he wearing like not, a newsboy hat from the forties while working out? No, he's wearing a ball cap and he was, he looked like yoked out of his mind. He's very jacked Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Uh, this is a one who's like more of a celebrity for like comedy nerds and people from New Jersey. But I saw Chris Gethard as I was walking to Penn station and I actually talked to him. I said, Hey, uh, my wife's a big fan of yours. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, that's great. Thanks. And then later I was like, wait, I'm also a big fan of his. Why did I say that? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you, you're caught off guard and you say the first thing that comes to mind. That actually yeah. reminds me of, I forgot I used to work. I used to, hey, this is a New York podcast now. I used to work in the East Village. <laughs> when you, when yeah. you're in New York, you just run into celebrities. Just, it's, I mean, right, it's one guys. of the hubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> but I was just walking on First Ave and I noticed Jason Manzukas walking towards me and he's like a very like, like, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. He's got that like huge beard uh, and curly hair. And, you know, he's Derek from uh, The Good Place. And, but I know him from Comedy Bang Bang and stuff. And before like the words could even come to me, he was just walking and I just sort of like quietly went like, hey, and just like <laughs> raised my eyes and like kind of pointed. And he just sort of like raised his eyebrows back and sort of like, uh, like, uh, yeah, but just like trying to keep it moving. Like he was yeah. just like, no, no, keep going. And <laughs> later I realized I should have said, hey, Nong man to him. But, uh, you know, you it, did, it, it didn't come to me in the moment. Because he apparently, he said that if people yell, hey, Nong man at him, he will just say it back and then just keep it moving. Which makes sense. It's awkward. Because <laughs> people want to stop and yeah. talk to you, but they don't know what to talk about. And then you have to be the famous or person who's like, anyway, I'm going to fucking do what I was doing. Um, <laughs> also, who who have I spoken to? Oh, I, I, I after comedy shows, I talked to Maria Bamford. Remember? Yeah. We nice. saw her at that thing that was like half stand-up, half like mental health symposium thing. Yeah, that was cool. Where that psychiatrist kind of shamed her after her set, which was weird. Mm. Uh, she was super nice. Talked to Pete Holmes. After stand up in a new in a New Jersey, like, sorry, but like lowest common denominator type vibe comedy place. Mm. What? Just okay. Like, I know that sounds really elitist of me, but we're there for to to see Pete Holmes do stand up. And the two things that happen before him is they have a bachelor party do like a hamburger eating contest, and then oh, the video they play like in between is a like montage maybe from America's Funniest Home Videos of a bunch of babies like spitting up, like mm. vomiting. <laughs> I don't remember this. You don't remember I, this? But I was there, yeah. Well, whatever. I, can, I don't know. It was the stress factory <laughs> in, I guess, New Brunswick, I uh, think. I think that this... I think that is in New Brunswick. I think Brunswick. this was the one... I don't remember which one it was, but I remember once we went to like... Maybe it wasn't New Brunswick. We went to South oh. Jersey once, and I hated everyone. And I was like, people from South Jersey suck. Because everybody was really annoying. Well, I got news for you. Everyone up here sucks too, but we're I know. from here. I think we're less <laughs> so annoying. So we're allowed to be this We're way. less annoying. No. I, you know, when I'm out and about, sometimes I hate everybody because everybody's just being an idiot. But like there especially, I was like, nobody here is redeemable. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Except us. Oh, also though, someone, someone heckled. Into Delaware. Someone heckled him at the show and they got thrown out like right next to us. Mm. That was funny. Um... And I met, I don't, this is like a, I guess he's a smaller, I don't know if he's had his own show or anything, but I met Jermaine Fowler uh, at the stand. He was on, he was big on like guy code and stuff. He's very funny. Uh, I feel like he may have had his own show, but I don't know. There's also, my my best friend reminded me of this because she thinks it's hilarious. Um, a long, It feels like forever ago, I met Alan, Alan Tudyk. I can't say his last name. Tudyk. Tudyk. Tudyk's. Uh, at Comic Con, he was like at a booth, and I was like, I was like, oh, and I wanted to take a picture with him. And I don't know, I must have been like super weird and awkward because like the picture is like I'm like smiling, and he's he's just kind of like he just he looks annoyed. He, he just no, he has like this fake kind of. Mm. He but looks then, tired. But then my friend also got a picture like immediately after me, and he's smiling. He's like, yeah. So 
I think he didn't like me. <laughs> no, maybe he was like, I looked like shit in that photo. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta try hard. Yeah. There's, maybe. there's a couple of people that I've met through like meet and greets, but we never really had like a conversation. But Aquafina was the one time and Van Jones. Those were the two times that I met somebody like out in the wild. Like usually it's like, I'm at an event. I'm at like a comic con. I'm at a concert. I'm at, I'm at a thing. And then there's like a meet and greet after or something. So, yeah. Also, Bill Cosby stopped right outside where, oh, we, that's right. I where we all play games. In, I didn't get uh, to talk to him, but he was there. Yeah. One of our, one of our, that was like, like way before all the, not really. It was, I mean, it was after the first volley of accusations <laughs> but it was before, and none of us believed anybody. It was before anybody really gave a shit about it. Basically, it was before, um, uh, Hannibal Burris before made the it. law got involved. <laughs> yeah. It was before it was really something that people talked about. Yeah. I it, feel like. It was, so like we saw him and like someone we used to play games with there, like talked to him a little bit was just sort of like, Oh, I'm from such and such neighborhood because it was all Philly people. And I was like, when are you going to answer for your crime, sir? I you shouted that. You didn't it. say that. I did not. I did That's not right. even At the know time, about like, I think all we, we associated Bill Cosby with like pudding and like. Well, and the Cosby show. And the, well, yeah. But like, and also like, like he was, he was at our, our university because he like went there or something at one point. He went there, didn't he was finish. Like, they gave him an honorary degree. He was like our most famous alumni. And like at the time he, it was like a well-respected you know guy like, yeah he was there probably to i don't know talk or give an award oh. or something you know you know yeah he was but now he now he can't do any of that that's he's he's had a lot of opportunities yeah anyway <laughs> he's fine <laughs> i don't know if he's fine but he's he, they, they, he's he, something. he got out of jail right i think so but he's like he got out of he's jail. like legally blind oh is point. he i think so well that's okay. at least what his lawyer said but i mean he's fucking old Okay. Anyway, this isn't about him. Someone should just drug him. Okay, Jackie, let's <laughs> let's move on. I don't mean that. So those are the celebrities we've met. Thanks for writing, everybody. Thanks for asking. Email sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can trigger a controversial subject matter uh, if you send us an email about something not really related to said controversial matter. Um... Yeah, other thing I want to tell you about, and the reason why we watch such obscure shows sometimes, is our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, that's all it takes to get access to the Patreon feed, which has the occasional cut content and Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter. Um, hey. We had a $15 tier. Uh, that we will reactivate whenever Stone Ocean goes into hibernation again. Uh, but it, it used to be if you paid us $15, if you were a member for just one month, you could have us watch an anime of your choosing and we do a podcast episode about it. But that is on hiatus right now. We do have something in between those two. This is like the Goldilocks uh, of podcast tiers. For $3 a month, you get access to the feed. You don't get to tell us what to do. But we will say thank you followed by your name. Well, we'll say thank you once and then list everyone's name out loud on the podcast like this. So thank you to Blu-ray and Die Homie. Brian. Mmm. Nombre no digas. Daniel. Dalton. Madison. Soliloquy. Ken Baron. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. 
Nocturnal. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. Camilla. And Chad. And Chad. Chad, back at the end. Hey, thanks. Chad playing Caboose once again. Thank you all so much for supporting. <laughs> I like the, that it holds uh, your spot. Patreon holds your spot. Yeah, it does. Because Chad was off it for a while. Sorry, Chad. But <laughs> and now he's back and it like saved his spot right there to be to be last. No one has to do this. <laughs> it would be very funny, in fact, if we just had two people. We wouldn't. We wouldn't do this. That would be sad. What if? What if we shamed every time that someone no, dropped off the God, list? No, my God, absolutely not. <laughs> you know how bad I would feel about that. <laughs> so again, that's Patreon.com/slash JJBPod. Uh, you can be a part of New Jersey anime, specifically JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime podcast history. <laughs> uh, I think that's enough of a niche that we could fill. <laughs> anyway. All right, this episode is about Hallelujah 2. Boy. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, this is a 1997 anime adaptation of kind of two mangas from the 90s. So I'll demystify this for you right now. A, I think the joke is just that it's Hallelujah because the R and L sound kind of are the same to the Japanese. But, but. Why do they change the first L to an R and not the second L? I think just to be cheeky and not have it be so obvious. Hmm. Okay. And it was like, I think, a one-shot manga called Hallelujah. And then it continued from 92 to 99 as Hallelujah 2, Boy. Is this a prequel to Boy 2 Man? Is it a prequel to a character from JoJo's? <laughs> yes. Is this his origin story? No. <laughs> uh, so I think the I think really this manga or anime should just be called Boy, but that's such a generic ass title that they decided to do Hallelujah Two Boy. So is the two like a sequel? Yeah, two? there was okay. a one shot just called Hallelujah. Mm. So uh, the anime adaptation is done by Triangle Staff, who did Serial Experiments Lane. And Macross Plus, both uh, favorites of mine, mm. even though I never finished Lane and feel bad about it every day. We watched it on this pod. Hey, it's okay. We watched a few episodes of it, and you guys didn't love it, and I swore that I would watch it and love it I, some more. I think I liked it. You didn't love it. I think I remembered it being cooler. Well, Macross Plus is great. It's like Gundam, but with a love triangle and a virtual idol singer girl. Okay. Um. This anime came out in the spring 1997 anime season where there wasn't a lot of big titles, but the, the other one that debuted at the same time was Revolutionary Girl Utena. Wow. Um, and to give you- I've heard of it. To give you a hint of how obscure, I don't know, what, what rank, there's like popularity ranks on my anime list. Do either of you guys want to take a stab at wh what rank you think this is? Out of how, how big is the list? Tens of thousands, maybe hundreds. Oh, okay. Probably tens of thousands. Mm, seven, like seven thousand. Nine thousand. <laughs> Jackie says seven thousand. Miles says nine thousand. It is seven thousand one hundred and thirty-seven. Woo! Closest without going oh, over. Way to go, Jackie! <laughs> yeah, it was in the top ten for that season, but I mean, you know, okay. There was, but there was much less. Like literally everything else besides this Utena and one other thing. I was never heard of any of those fucking shows, which is crazy because I think ninety-eight has like an amazing array of anime um i think sailor moon was like 93 or something yeah it was pretty early 94. in the 90s great decade for anime but they had they had a like a new season every like year or something like that yeah yeah i mean at this same time i saw that dragon ball gt was ongoing you know there's a lot mm. of good shows still going on 
Okay. Although, do people think GT is good, Miles? I don't think people like GT, right? I don't think they like it. Yeah. Th- Which is why they've remade it to Super or whatever it is now. Yeah, there is Super. I didn't know that was a remake of GT, but uh, yeah, they got a movie out. I think it's a remake of all of it. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything. Well, Don't listen to me. I'm Turn wo- off this podcast. No, no, no. Keep listening to all of us, please. Please don't. Please. This is all we have. Okay, they're staying. Um. Yeah, I don't have much about the manga author because this is the biggest thing that he did, pretty much. Uh, yeah, this was on High Dive. You can get a free trial to High Dive. Good luck figuring out how to log in if you have an Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, this app is weird. But uh, I also didn't think this was a great transfer. I think the video quality on this was not great. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel like things were kind of blurry? <clears throat> I don't know. I forgave it because it's from a thousand years ago. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was kind of nostalgic in a way. The yeah. big yellow subtitles. Yeah, I liked that it was bad. <laughs> uh, and yeah, how do we summarize what the show is? Um. So this one kid who sucks. There's a boy. And short. There's a little boy. Yeah. And there's a, b- a big... A Koichi. There's a Koichi. And then there's a big man like Jotaro or uh, a Josuke who's in the same grade, but he's like two feet taller. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Kyoshiro puts himself in dangerous situations over and over again because he's an idiot. And Hallelujah. Is that his name? Hallelujah? Yes. Yeah. I mean, his name is Hibino. He just... Hibino's the last name though, Hibino. isn't it? I don't know. It's hallelujah. hallelujah. You know, it's it's Hibino. Hibino hallelujah. No, you're right. Yeah, hallelujah is his first he, name. Hallelujah. He uses his magical ability to produce frying pans and other objects out of nowhere to beat up all of uh, the people who are going to murder. Yeah. Uh, Koichi. He has a he has a power of hammer space, and he is kind of a nice guy who wants to help other people. Because in the three episodes, he helps three different people. He helps the he helps the mm-hmm. boy deal with bullies in the se- and then in the second episode, he helps a woman artist. They're all kind of artists, I guess. Yes. Because the boy, he, his dream is being an artist. The girl, she makes um, Ju- like jewelry. jewelry and like silverware and not uh, not silverware, <laughs> but like <laughs> silver. I don't know. She makes silver like, wearables. She makes like metal stuff. Um. She's a jeweler. Yeah, but there's no jewels. It's just like she takes like silver and she makes oh, yeah, cool shapes right. and makes bracelets and, and necklaces and belts and yes. stuff. Um, and then the third episode, it's like a rocker guy. Um, yeah, this show's lesson is don't give up on your dreams if you have a friend who can pull objects from nowhere and beat up people for you. He has right. hammer space powers. Did I say that already? I don't know yeah. if I said that already. Yes. You did say yes. It's the okay. power of hammer space. This show is all about dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Does yeah. he does he have real powers? I w- I wasn't sure. Like, is this a supernatural show or is this like a boy fights his bullies show? You know, we don't know. And then there's like a guy. There's like a guy in a church. I just wrote. I just called him the priest. The guy with like the robe and like the long beard. I mean, Chad kind of demystified it for us in that email. Did he? Oh, he called him. He called him. He said it's kind of called God. Hallelujah, the Son of God. And yeah, I did write. But is down, it just a physical resemblance kind of thing? Because he looks like God, like how yes. you'd think God would look. Who does the pastor priest? Okay, he's like a bald white guy. Well, I guess he's white. He's a bald guy with a lot of white beard hair. Yeah, he's like if Santa Claus stopped wearing the hat and stopped giving a shit. 
Mm-hmm. And he, I don't know, right. he talks about, he like tends to the house and stuff. He doesn't seem to have any supernatural powers himself. He does not look like his son, who's just a big Japanese bad boy idiot. That is his, that's his dad, though? He's got an earring. He says that it's his dad. Who says it? Yes. Hallelujah. He says it in the show? Yes. What else would he say? I don't know. <laughs> I DM'd him and said, is that your dad? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't remember him he, saying yeah, that. Yeah, a few times. It's, it's one of them says son, one of them says father. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe he's going to get a bunch of disciples now and... Uh, I don't know. He's got put a on few. a put on a fucking art show. <laughs> Who can forget <laughs> disciple Kiyoshiro after all those Bible books named after him? I don't think Jesus pulled fucking fryer pla- frying plans out of the air. Frying pants out of the air. Jesus did have plans to fry things, but he was unfortunately <laughs> struck down before he could open his first restaurant. <laughs> um, yeah. So this episode, like this show, seems to. I mean, as a lot of manga do, it it, but it very unabashedly just follows a format. Each episode, it's mm-hmm. like there is a person who has dreams. They are being bullied by street toughs of different flavors. It's all different gangs. Different gangs, and they all seem like American inspired. Somehow, in some like everything's very yeah. American. They get bullied, and then, uh, despite him being a dope, he's like kind of good with his friends. He's like. A good guy to his friends. His dream is world domination, he says. Hallelujah. That's I wasn't right. sure if he was serious about that. I, I don't, I don't but know. But I guess he can start by being the boss of the school and just getting all the getting all the gangs to listen to him, maybe. Yeah, there's a little bit of Jojo-ness here mm-hmm. where someone gets defeated and they end up helping. Mm. Um, Does that happen? Yeah. The first gang, yeah. That first guy, Mo- Momi... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Momiyama. Momiyama. Uh, the 40-year-old high school junior yes <laughs> he was are you just saying that because he looked that way miles because he looked old yeah he looks old as hell yeah. they all look well old miles as hell. to be fair they're like the cast of friends <laughs> playing i believe high school in japan is only three years so i think he's a senior if he's a third year so oh he's okay. 18 that's why those sideburns cut across and he looks very big um yes yeah, so there's is, someone is boy bullied. is boy and harry louis are they supposed to be the same age well i I think Hallelujah is the boy of the title. Oh, I thought the boy was the boy, the little boy. That's interesting. <laughs> this shows it's just a height thing, Jackie. He's, they're the same. Because I was like, he's like, they're both first years. Yeah, I was like, he's a boy and he's a man. <laughs> no, he's a fucking angel or something. Okay. Um, okay, and also in the very beginning, the very first scene is like we see the universe and we see a naked guy falling. falling. Oh, I forgot about that. Who was yeah, that? that? That's Hallelujah. No, it's not. I, I, he looked blonde to me. He did look blonde, but he had like the same hairstyle. I think. I don't know. All blonde people are blonde until they fall further from the Arctic. And why would why would Jesus want world domination? Why, I mean, why would an angel want that? Jackie, he almost did it. Is he the devil? What? He he was gonna do what it. What is an angel that falls out of heaven? no angel at all it's the devil what is it like the the morning star no what is it it's like the the something of fallen angels the flesh of fallen the angels the flesh of fallen angels Jackie, we have to get you off that valkyrie <laughs> that's a joke for the flesh of fallen angels almost nobody that has crossover with our show who knows no, I, people know it's a video game referenced on this podcast <laughs> about know. 10 minutes ago people know what it is anyway um Yes, the the format is he defeats the bullies that are bullying the dreamer person and at some point uses his ability where he says, before doing it, he says, you will find your penance at my back. 
which I think is sort of like it should be like you'll find your punishment, you know, like you're going to find your I don't know. It's like instead of it's like he's having you do Hail Marys or Our Fathers as punishment that he's doling out. But instead, he's just yanking something out of nowhere from his back and the items he pulls out. Not one per episode. There's someone he pulls out multiple, but he pulls out a frying pan, a net, a pair of bowling balls, a pair of frying pans, mm. and a broken guitar. Okay. And the broken guitar was a guitar that was on the earth beforehand, but he somehow s- summoned it. Another notable thing across multiple episodes that we've seen so far is that each of the kids that he helps has a job, <laughs> but they're not supposed, you're not allowed to have a job while you're in school, I guess. That's right. So they're like, don't tell anybody. But um, the, the the little boy, his he has a job. He works with like construction or something. Yeah, he has a part-time construction job, construction job that he sucks at because he's a little boy. And uh, the girl we see in episode two um she all she she's selling her wares and she's like well but don't tell the school <laughs> don't tell the school i have a job <laughs> um but she's self-employed it's not like a job job yeah, right? you know she's there's no record of that like it, yeah um and then the third one i don't know if he technically has a job but i'm sure he gets paid to put on his rock concerts right he's a rocker <laughs> yeah he's taking the path of rock and roll yeah oh I, it was so weird that he performed in a church by the way I was like, you can't do that. You can't perform. You can't. There was a lot of things weird. <laughs> that was not the only weird that thing. That to me was the thing that bothered me the most was that he had a rock concert. <laughs> that they he... let him put on a rock concert in a church. So like those people would have destroyed. Like, do you know what a rock concert is like? Like those people destroyed the pews, the books. They fucking vomited all over the, ja- the carpet. This did not happen in the episode. Jackie is saying this is what must have happened because it was yeah. a rock show. Yeah. I, I disagree and with then you. It's, and you made the, the church smells like weed for like the next two weeks. <laughs> I don't agree with you for two reasons. One, I don't know if it was all the usual audience. There were a lot of the show's characters there who are nice people. Uh, and two, okay. this was, couldn't have been that hardcore because I noticed that the original show at the club was supposed to start at 7 p.m., which I haven't been to that many underground shows. It's been a little while. At least since I was going if it to concerts. At seven, I don't think you start at seven if well, you're that if, crazy if you do, hardcore a band. If you do, there's like two openers. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's just like super hammered by the time the And the, the two main openers come on. out at 7.30 anyway. Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, like doors open at seven. But I just thought it was so funny that he's an ex-gang member whose gang was a band. He's in a new band called Fire Something and they play at seven. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. That's a little early. His old uh, band was going on too late. Come on. Yeah, he was like, I have to get home to watch Seinfeld dubbed in Japanese. He's got to get those Z's in. Yeah. How else does he maintain that healthy hair? Uh, so I guess we can go episode by episode. Um, I, I said everything I wanted to say. Okay. No, I don't know. We can go through it. We can go See through it. See you later. The first the first episode is is pretty much about Hallelujah becoming friends with the boy. Although the boy seems to be like Koichi. Yes. The main Kiyoshiro. little boy of the show. What'd you say, Miles? His name, Kiyoshiro. Yeah, but that that's so hard to say. I don't like that. I just call him the boy. Okay. Kiyo. Koichi. Kiyoshiro. Boy to man. There's the boy and then there's the man. He's just like moving tires and shit and his construction boss is like, hurry up. He has green hair and Harilu has blue hair. Yes. 
Hare Go Luya. Uh, that was like supposed to be a Holly Go Lightly joke. Didn't work. Okay. He shows up. He's got blue hair. He picks up all these heavy ass cables or tires from Kyoto Shiro and throws it at his boss and then leaves. And then there's some guys that are like watching and they're like, hey, that's the kid who has a job. Let's jump him. Yeah. <laughs> and then four street tough <laughs> punk guys who are already double Kiyoshiro's size try to jump him in the tunnel to steal his his paycheck, which he is just this, looking at. By the way, this kid is like one thing about this kid is that he's like super fearless. And I think that's what Miles was talking about when he was like, this kid keeps getting into trouble. Like this kid just like he doesn't. Like, he's like, fuck, I'm going to show up alone when there's, like, all these, like, giant dudes. He doesn't care. He's just like, or, like, in this fight, like, the guys kept, like, attacking him and stuff, and he kept getting back up and saying, like, fuck you. I mean, he didn't curse, but he was, like, talking back to them and stuff. (laughs) Like, he doesn't care. (laughs) It's, like, it's to take a stand like that, to me, only makes sense if, like, you're trying to show off or like communicate an ideal to an outside party he's showing off to us the audience but we're like, supposed to be like wow look how plucky that boy is otherwise don't just keep standing up to be a punching bag you're the sucker just because you think you're gonna be like i'll never let scum like you take my money it's like you they're gonna take your money dude and you're just gonna have to yeah, go how to the he hospital live this long what'd you say how has he lived this long yeah yeah, he does it in every episode too. Uh, so he gets like bullied by these kids. He manages to run away from them because they're also. Oh stupid. yeah, he's he he's not. Gonna, the guys try to take his money from his job, and or, or they're like, um, "Well, why don't you pay us every? Give us half your money every day." Which does he even get paid daily? But um, give us half your money every day, and you know we won't tell the school, and we'll leave you alone. We I won't, thought that we won't was beat fair. you up. I would give them half the money, half? just for that one time, and then I would just figure out ways to evade them the rest. No, and then I'd buy a gun, mm. and then the next time they would be real <laughs> sorry. Tough to do in Japan. You can't do that. You yeah. can make your own. That's true. Someone did it recently. Yikes! People probably do it all the time. I don't know about all the time. It's probably hard. They pr- you probably get put on a list if you buy certain uh, tools. Not a list they're watching that closely, I'd say. But what was I going to say? Yeah, yeah. And so he was like, no, you know, I can't give you my money. I'm saving up to pursue my dream. So his dream. Why would you tell bullies this? His actual dr- and The bullies are like, I don't give a shit about your dream. <laughs> but his dream is to study in France, to study art in France because he's he wants to be an artist and... I don't remember why France, but he wants to study art in France. They have a tradition of art. Yeah. So I guess he wants to be a Western artist because they also have a tradition of art in Japan, but. Yeah. He could have, he could have been a a manga artist, I guess. I guess he doesn't want to do that. Gross. (laughs) Uh, So, but right before uh, the, the big guy who's going to do a signature technique on him where he's going to squeeze his head until he dies or something chiming chiming fingers you're is right it's called. called chiming finger or, no it was chi- was it chiming or chining Ch- chining chining yeah shining finger because like right when it like the subtitle came up and it said chining finger and i was like oh please don't and then the vocals like the voice acting caught up and i was like yeah they're definitely not saying shining mm. also is shining finger from something i feel like it I is don't know. it's from g gundam oh would you look at that but yeah, in this case, shining finger, shining finger is he just squeezes your head really hard. He he's very strong. He she demonstrates on some rocks. He like takes a rock and he breaks it. But then our titular Hallelujah shows up, and he beats them up. He beats them up in a which fun... Jesus also didn't do. Well, there was a lot I don't of think he beat people a lot up. of his life is missing, Jackie, from his birth to when he was 
33 or no he would come by <laughs> that's true actually what if he was just a little fucking he was just beating up gangsters <laughs> yeah uh it's fun they have like a train comes by and while the train is making all the noise crossing over this scene we just see a few like short like panels a few short like static shots of him kicking these punks and it's got that light coming in through the background that i love that you don't see anymore because it's digital i wrote down his fists glow and then he pulls oh, out he a frying pan. Because, like, right, there's like light. Oh, after he beats up the first three, yeah. And then he pulls out the frying pan. Did you also notice that when he goes to summon something, a bunch of planets, like, fly by him? No. Like. It looked like he was going to do a Sailor Moon. He looked like he was going to do a Sailor Moon transformation. Yeah. It, yes. And instead of saying, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you, he says, you'll find your penance at my back. Oh, he says that? Yeah. That's what he says? Yeah, okay. I told you. Every time he says that. And then, yeah, instead of, like, a cool mystical sword, he pulls out a frying pan which he then blocks the big bully's punch with. And we see an x-ray of the bully's hand. It looks like his bones just crumble into dust (laughs) because he punched a frying pan. (laughs) And then he runs away, I think. Doesn't really matter. That guy later becomes friends with everyone anyway. Actually, after he loses, after his second, his other hand gets fucked up, he becomes friends with everyone. Well, at the end of this fight, the kid faints. And when he's fainting... I didn't. I was looking down, but Mark, you said that the kid sees Hallelujah as the angel. Yep, it's like a silhouette where he's got wings and a halo. And then the kid wakes up in a church. He took him to the church. I guess Take with him his to dad. church. Yeah, he wakes up. And it's a church. Church. It's like a Christian. It's church. a Christian. Yeah, Western Christian church. And it's Hallelujah and God? Question mark. Uh, and they're arguing. Are they See, arguing? like just watching these three episodes, I'm like. Is this guy just is it are we just are we just lightly playing with like the Christian theme, but he's just like a dude? Is he does he really have hammer space or does he have like a backpack behind? You know what I mean? Like I was like, does he actually have powers? Is this supposed to be a metaphor for something? Or is he actually special and magical? But like mostly it didn't seem like he was. You I know? think he's magical. I think he's just a I don't know. How does where does he get two bowling balls from? Wouldn't he why wouldn't he pull out something cooler? I agree, but he don't. He's a he's a oh, dumbass. I thought the bowling balls were funny. The bowling balls were funny, but can they produce sparks? Are they are bowling balls made out of metal? I don't think they are. They're very heavy. I wouldn't be able to no. pull a bowling ball out of my back. Yeah, <laughs> two of them for two of them. That's the magic of it. I've noticed this because you've had one bowling ball strapped to your back. I haven't told you about, but you, it's been <laughs> oh, bothering no. you. Oh no! Yeah, you can't reach it. Um. Yes, this first episode ends sort of with like a Koichi type voiceover, I think, with Kiroshio being like, that's the crazy day where I met my friend. <laughs> hallelujah. Did you guys like the hallelujah on the guitar? I, he was beating? I Did liked not. it. I liked it. No, I yeah. thought it sounded I, silly. I thought it slapped. Uh, I Okay. Already, I think the hallelujah chorus of Handel's Messiah is annoying. I don't like it. I, I I know more words because I sang it in chorus, so I know oh. I know more of the da, 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 da. yeah. When it starts doing that part, like the verses, I'm like, oh, I know the I kind of know the words here. I like that part, but it's all in Latin. But then the hallelujah, I'm like, shut up, all you people yelling that. I thought it was in English. Oh, the one I I learned was in Latin. It was like Dona nobis pacem. Yeah, Dona <laughs> nobis pacem, Miles. Duh. I th- but Handel wrote Messiah in English. Oh, is that true? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, His name sounds German. They, they taught it to me in Latin. He was German-British. Wow. People contain multitudes, Mark. 
Do they? No. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So they, this this is like kind of a theme. They don't really I think because they don't really sing Hallelujah, but you just hear the guitar. Yeah. This sort of rocky cover of it. Uh. Yeah. When he shows up. Uh. Then. Uh, Did you sit through the live action closer? Yes. Uh. That was really jarring. To suddenly see live action people. <laughs> Both the opening yeah. and the ending, not really a fan of either, but they no. both seem to reference love a lot. And I'm wondering if this show is about Kiroshiro and Hareluya falling in love. Mm. Uh, it's just I also the I don't I, think so because he's a child and the other one's a man. They're both children. No. Um, also. The eye catches, like the commercial breaks in between, shows a male character with no shirt on each time. It's like a detailed drawing of them shirtless, mm. uh, which was interesting. And yeah, the opening, they're both, okay, opening and closings are all by Spike, S-P-Y-K-E. But yeah, the ending is live action. And it by the second episode, Miles, I said that it looked like the band was just like trapped in like a changing color vortex. Like they were just stuck in the credit zone and they really needed our help. Uh, the opening is kind of trippy and it's got like a babe at one point, like a woman whose head is bobbing around, but she looks like a PS1 graphic. She's like a weird low poly 3D girl. Like a uh, Lara Croft? Like a Lara Croft or like like she's from like a uh, space station number, whatever the fuck or something. What is it called? Space Channel number five? Space something? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's like where it's like a mixture of like hippie stuff, but it's in that awful PS1 graphic era. Doesn't matter. So that's episode one. They become friends. And I don't know. Is it episode one where Hadalui is like, I have a dream now. I've decided what my dream is. And he's like, I'm going to dominate the world. And then he laughs like a freak. Yeah. Ha ha. Now they both have dreams. Episode two. Uh Oh. Hockey is evil. I noticed by now that the sound effects on this show just sound like one guy at his desk with a microphone. When like a bunch of characters are walking somewhere, it just sounds like he's going like smacking his fingers on the desk, like making mm. clop clop noises. Uh, when we get to the inline skate punks, it just sounds like he's rolling something on his desk. Really not super uh, immersive. Seems like you guys uh, don't give a shit about that, but no. <laughs> but I do. I I didn't notice. They just it just sounded really close. I don't know. Uh, wh- I just liked. I thought everything in the show was goofy, and I liked the goofiness of it. Yeah. So everything that was bad, I thought was good. Yeah, I mean it's it's charming, you know, in a way to it's, me. It's fun. It's silly. I just I could not do this if it's going to be the same exact format for 12 or 26 episodes or whatever yeah. i couldn't do that i'm an adult now i need a plot <laughs> yeah i need like a plot like that that runs through the episodes you know yeah i could do th- i could do this when i was a kid but now i'm an adult and i need to i need a plot i don't know how this one starts or whatever but at some point kiroshiro is walking down the street and he sees somebody vending a bunch of jewelry silver wares silver space wares not forks. Um, okay, so it starts out, episode two starts where uh, his dad, I guess, the priest the priest guy. Hallelujah's dad. Hallelujah's dad is like, you gotta clean. And he's like, I don't work on Sundays. 
And he's like, no, <laughs> like I need you to fucking clean this church. And he just like runs away. And yeah, he just leaves. It's just a silly thing. Um, the they they start but like he starts walking his new friend. I don't know where to school or from school. And he's like, hey, you shouldn't be waving your envelope of money around. And the boy's like, oh, actually, I'm just this. Em- this is an em- empty envelope. I actually have my money in my pocket. Yeah, he is. He is learning because in the first episode, he's just holding his envelope out in front of yeah. him. It's full of cash, like a dumbass. And then, yeah, they they as they they're walking, they see they're like, oh, cool. The 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 boy is like, oh, look at these, you know, handcrafted necklaces. See, back in the day, you couldn't just go on Etsy to buy like handmade jewelry you or had- anything. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't do that. Um, so. Sometimes you just find somebody on the street who's selling stuff and he wants to buy a, like a necklace that looks like a peace sign with a bunch of arrows around it. It feels kind of Jojo-y. Kind of <laughs> Just because it's weird. Kind of Prince-y. Yeah. He immediately is like, oh, I love this. Because we probably wouldn't understand because we're not artists. It's true. <laughs> and the girl, it turns out that it's a girl selling it. A girl? Oh, yeah. Somehow that shocked them because like yeah. she, she has like kind of her hat down low and then she kind of pulls up her head. Like she's talking to them the whole time. Like I could tell it was a girl because of her voice. Yeah. But then when she kind of tilts her head up, they're like, oh, it's a girl. Girls can make art. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her hat says NR on it, which all I can think of is not rated. Mm. Like when a movie doesn't have a rating yet, but they make a trailer anyway. Mm. Otherwise, that's not her name. So her name is like Michiru or something like that. It's Michiru. Um, um, and she's like, yeah, I made I made this. And the the boy, he sees, oh, look at this. I want this too. It's a buckle with a Native American uh, like profile on it. Um, it's like a man with like a headdress. Um, and... He's like, oh, cool! I want this, and she's like, it's not for sale. It's a lucky charm to bring to bring customers or whatever. It's my least favorite. Like, so why is it on the table? Then? I hate that. Like, you know, you you like, see oh, these. This is not for sale. You always see this in a movie, and it makes sense as a selling technique if you're doing it on purpose, where someone's like, I want this, and you go, oh, I don't sell that one. Yeah. And it's like that makes sense if you're hyping it up because you do want someone to buy it. Yeah. But it seems to also be a trope where they're like, well, no, that one's not for sale. And it's like, like, well, then put it in the fucking back. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, you see that in real life sometimes too. People will be displaying their collection and you're like, I want that. Like, no, 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 no. That's not, that's just part of my collection. I'm just, I just have this here as decoration. Well, then it's clearly labeled as just for display only. Okay, fine. Where it doesn't have a price tag on it. Okay. Everywhere. Any game place I go to that has that, it says, mm-hmm. not for sale. I feel like half the time when it's like, oh, that's not for sale, it's because it's like cursed or something. It's because yes. it, it's fucking gremlins and <laughs> if you pour water on it, they're going to like murder your family or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've not seen gremlin gremlins. I think you're <laughs> twisting it a little bit. I don't think they murder a family. They don't immediately just but, murder your family. But they're that, I think they're that scary though. They can be. <laughs> they become scary yeah all right they're that scary okay you don't they might they might murder your family um anyway um so she goes to their school and they're like oh yeah we know each other she's like don't tell anyone i have a job um and then a bunch of dudes in hockey masks and like hockey hockey's evil what is the stick called hockey sticks (laughs) he double hockey sticks yep come by did it (laughs) 
and they're just like playing hockey on the street. Do, do they, they even have like roller skates on? Yeah. They did? Okay. They, they do. have inline skates on. They steal something from a woman's bag, maybe a compact or something, and they, they slap it around like it's a hockey puck. They're just harassing people on the street. Is Rollerblades a name brand? Like, is it like a Xerox copy machine thing, inline skates versus Rollerblades? I don't know. When people say inline skates, I've always gone, oh, okay, and I don't know which one they mean. If they mean roller skates or Skates blades. are not in line, or they don't have to. Like, the skates that, that makes you sense. wear to the rolling rink are not in one mm. line. Right, they're like a quad situation. They're like a quad. Yeah. I, uh, rollerblades are all in one line. We'll never solve this. Goodbye. Rollerblade <laughs> Inc., a company founded by Scott and Brennan Olson. Uh, oh, trademark right. rollerblade. Yep, you were right. It's like Xerox or Jacuzzi. Dang. Or uh, In that no Band-Aids. one really gives a shit. Why do we say Xerox? No one fucking says Xerox. No one says you, Xerox you use for like 15 old, years. You, old, you use like an old example, Mark. Like nobody knows what a Xerox is. Miles said it. Is. I didn't do it. Okay, fine. Yes, stupid Miles. Mark. <laughs> I would have said Jacuzzi or fucking Band-Aid. <laughs> Things people still use. Hey. <laughs> Uh, there's a Wikipedia like article. Kleenex. <laughs> yeah, really. Posted notes, right? So there's a, there's a Wikipedia article that I just read called Inline Skates at the bottom. Related articles. There's one just called Aggressive Inline Skating. Okay. <laughs> it's a separate. Maybe we'll all see a picture of these boys in there. Anyway. Yeah, so there's just a gang of tough guys. Some of them wearing hockey masks. Uh, and they're yeah. just rolling around and smacking stuff and annoying people. And they people. steal her buckle. They steal this jewelry Her maker's lucky buckle Native that American was not for sale. Buckle. Yeah, it was not for sale, so you shouldn't have it out there, but she said it was to attract customers. She was very upset that it was stolen from her. Because it was her brother's, we find out. Yeah, she's like, she's thinking, she's thinking about the buckle and she's thinking about her brother, and she's like, I'm sorry, brother. And then she passes by the church, and the priest just dumps water on her. The, yeah. the, the whatever, whoever he God. is. God just dumps water on her. And then, and then he asks her to come in and tell him what happened. And I wonder if that was on purpose. If he was like, let me just, let me bring in. It may me, have been. Let me find a cute girl and dump water on her so she'll come in and talk to me. Um, and she's like, oh, the, well, they stole my buckle and the buckle represents my dream. And I'm like, okay, a dream. Like we're, we're following some dreams over here. Um, so her brother studied with Native Americans in the US and they taught him how to make jewelry. And then he came to Japan and he... I don't know. His jewelry was really good. But I forget why he died, but he died. Car accident. Car accident. That's Damn. another random thing God did to her. <laughs> <laughs> he works in mysterious I ways. I don't really think that this is God and it's Jesus. God. I think it's just like a like pastor guy. I don't think he's Jesus. I think he's an angel. Okay. He's one of God's son, but we're all God's Lucifer? children. Maybe. Okay. Like a goofy devil. A goofy devil? <laughs> like a goofy Lucifer. Anyway, yeah. these like skate punks, they steal Michiru's uh, brother's buckle. It makes her very sad. And then they just... Uh, Miles, you, 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 you picked a subtitle, like a, a freeze frame from this episode you liked. Yes, they go around on their inline skates terrorizing everyone in the area. Made me laugh quite a lot. Because you posted that in Discord, and I thought that was just... It was before we watched the show, so I just thought that was like a meme, like a like a silly anime screenshot. But no, it's from this show. It's this they show. They just with a straight face <laughs> say that. And then they also say at some points the gang is influenced by American gangs. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, 
do you mean American cartoons? <laughs> I don't think real American gangs did this. It's like West Side Story. No, no, it's it's like Casey, Casey from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's like a tough guy who's who's a hockey goalie, I think. Uh-huh. He's a sports guy. I, I think know. he has other stuff. I don't think he's just hockey. They but. just like watch um like they just watch like TV and decide this this is our gang now. This is our our theme. Our gang theme is American. Maybe there was like a roller gang, but like the Bloods and Crips and Latin Kings like murdered them all because they didn't have to be dependent on rolly skates. They just shot them all. No, they weren't moving that fast. I don't know. <laughs> um, so the 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 boy overhears her talking to the priest about how like maybe I should just give up on my dream since they stole the buckle. It's like maybe it's a sign that I shouldn't be doing this anymore. So the boy goes to Momiyama for help. M- Momiyama, right? That's his name? Momiyami? Momiyama? The the boss the boss guy. I think it's Momiyama, yeah. The defeated boss goes to him for help. He's like Hey, tell me about these guys. And that's when he tells them, yeah, so they're like based on an American. They're an American style gang. Oh, and they call it lynching. They hit. Oh, I hated this. They hit. That's they, not okay. they, they hit people with their hockey sticks in it's, the bowling it's alley. Like if they trap you, they have a special thing where they ride around and they all slap you with their hockey sticks and they call it lynching. Yeah. It's at the bowling that's alley. Not what too. This is. <laughs> Which, and I think they say like lynching, like they pronounce it that way, but it, Felt like maybe the manga author just heard that word and never ever looked it up. Or maybe by gang he means like the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> but they don't lynch anybody. They don't actually hang anybody. No, they, they just don't. slap you to death with hockey sticks, which does seem very bad. Yeah. It seems like being stoned to death in biblical times where everyone just stands in a circle and hits you with stones until you die. Uh the definition of lynch is uh killing someone, especially by hanging for an alleged offense with or without a legal trial. Okay. Well, if you take out the hanging part, then it's just any kind of murder. But it's like you do it for an offense. So it's like you're... you're it's punishment. Yeah. I mean, it could be a completely made-up offense, but it's just like a group of people who are like, you! I'm telling you, I think all the time about that, that line I randomly read in... I, I think it was Numbers, the fifth book of the Hebrew Bible, that was just like, if you have a son who's lazy... Go to the village elder and say, my son is no good. He sucks. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and the village elder will take him to the middle of town and everyone will stone him to death. Aw. And it's just like, why is this written down? I wouldn't why? Ra- why would you read on your son like that? <laughs> why would you do that? And then like, oh, like uh, uh, there's a lot of like discrepancies and arguments over what should be in the Bible and what shouldn't be. Why are we leaving this part in? I guess that's interesting from a historical I'm standpoint. I'm interested. But I also think that like a lot of stuff in the Bible apparently no one fucking listened to mm-hmm. for a long time. So maybe just some angry dad wrote this like thing as a power <laughs> fantasy in the Bible. He's like, oh man, I wish I could throw stones at my kid. <laughs> so yeah. lazy. And who decides this? Like, does the, does the village elder have to look at him and be like, oh yeah, I can see he's fucking lazy. You know, he doesn't take him in and give him like a probation to be like, no, you're going to work for me. Because if you don't, we're all going to hit you with rocks and intentionally try not to hit you in the head. Because that is apparently a thing with stoning. Everyone hits you with rocks until you die from like blood loss, organ damage and stuff. No one's supposed to hit the head, which would probably knock you out and make it faster. Yeah. This podcast teaches you how to stone people. Seems bad. Anyway, so the boy gets all this info and then he goes to the bowling bowling alley alone where there's a ton of these like hockey gang members. I don't think it's a bowling alley, by the way. I think it's a parking garage. 
wherever he goes. He goes there alone to like go find them. And he's like, give me back the buckle or whatever. And they're like, Haha, and they like play hockey with it and stuff. And I'm like, this little dumbass, he keeps going to places alone <laughs> where, he, where he's going to get beat up and his friend's going to need to come save him. Uh, I wrote down ha- ha- hallelujah should just teach him how to fight. Um, so yeah, so then hallelujah comes and the hallelujah song plays, but it's not a rock version. It's just like a regular version of the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, the all the hockey players run through into a tunnel and the boy warns hallelujah. He's like, hey, watch out. They all got hockey sticks, which like, duh, we all know that they have fucking hockey sticks. They're gonna hit them with them. But anyway... He goes through this tunnel and it's super dark and he gets shot by like a water gun or something that like has glow in the dark shit and it's on his jacket. This is actually a smart thing that they do. Yeah. They, they shoot a glow in the dark fluid on his back they, so he can't see it. And they lure people into the, this dark tunnel. So they, lure, they lured him into this dark tunnel, shot some glow in the dark shit so they can see him. And then, I don't know, then they start attacking him and stuff and he gets hit by some of it, but he also like dodges it somehow and he he dodges it and then somehow a few things happen one is that they go to finally hit him really hard in his back where the glow in the dark is and they go wow he fell easily and they realize then that they only hit his jacket he some yeah. at some point took the jacket off he must have taken the jacket off and maybe he was like holding it so that they would hit it and then he would make it fall or something maybe? how can, can you guys imagine hitting just an empty jacket and imagining that you hit a person yeah would that happen no, you'd be like, what the fuck was that? You'd be like, I just hit a jacket. Yeah. But they're all fooled by it. And the other thing that's strange to me is then he he is juggling bottles of oil because he did mention or the, the gang did find out one of them stole lube from a auto shop and they all lubed up their skates so that they're nice and quiet. Oh. So I guess he like pocketed some of them because he's just juggling a bunch of bottles of oil it looked like it was on the ground already though like yeah it was spilled he was like oh i wonder what would happen if i lit it on fire and they're like no and that's <laughs> when he summons two bowling balls from his back i thought he was going to summon a match or something and the bowling ball somehow no. create a fire he bangs them together so they create sparks i do like that he set it on fire i was worried that he was going to let them off with a warning or something i was imagining some a horrifying scene of them just burning alive <laughs> it would have been funny <laughs> I, I mean, was they like, get this- burned quite badly, I, I would guess. <laughs> if he sprayed them with the oil, it would have been really bad. Yeah. But uh, before, I like when he pulls out, out the bowling balls. The gang is like, why would he have those? <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. That's funny. It was funny. <laughs> he bangs them together. The sparks light the fire and they all scatter except one of them, right? I think. The main bad. Oh, right. And he's holding the buckle over the over the grating. And he's like, if you get close to me, I'm going to drop this buckle. And then uh, Hallelujah is like, that's fine if you're ready to die. Mm. <laughs> and then the guy just pisses his pants, literally pisses his pants and drops the buckle, which is now fucked up. Very scuffed. Yeah. I, I'm, I'd still be sad if I was her. I'd be like, oh, my buckle. It looks like shit. I mean, maybe she knows how to polish it. Yeah, maybe. hopefully. You'd probably just have to sand it down and reduce a lot of its mass, mm. but hey, it's still your brother trapped in that piece of silver. <laughs> That's how mementos work, right? If you give it yeah. to someone and then you die, your soul gets sucked into it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Momiyama comes by and he buys all of her jewelry. Because <laughs> he thinks she's a babe. 
Oh, yeah, he thinks she's a babe. And he is only two years older than her, according to the show. He is not, despite how he looks, probably 20 years older than her. Okay. Yes. This isn't <laughs> a Seinfeld it? situation. It's it's not a 1738 situation. 1738. Um, if I were her, though, because when, when, when uh, Kiroshiro buys something from her, she's like, I'll give you a discount just because it would make me happy to see anybody wear something I made. Yeah. This gangster buying all of her stuff I don't think he's going to wear all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's money. That's good for her. But like. Yeah, this isn't JoJo's. He's not. Yeah, he can't. He's not just going to take his. His. Uh, what is it called? You don't know. Whatever the fuck. He's not just going to take his school uniform. He's and, just going to wear a ton of necklaces now. Now we'll see him with a ton of necklaces. I would have liked that if he showed up in episode three like that. Just jingling. <laughs> full of uh, silver jewelry. Anyway, uh, that's episode two. Oh. I love their suits, by the way. They're so suity. What do you mean? The. Like, like their school uniforms, they just look like adult man suits. You know what I mean? Like their office suits. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't look like the prototypical school uniform. Um, I also forgot that, uh, I forget who it is. Maybe it's the girl who calls Hallelujah Kaki Swaggerson. Okay. So, or, or yeah, I think she's like, oh yeah, people call you Cocky McSwaggerson or something <laughs> behind your back. Uh, but looking at her eyes, I already knew that this was the same studio that did Lane, but her like big sort of light brown eyes are like exactly the same as how Lane's are mm. in that show. I don't know who it is that does the character designs, but I like it. I like the big light brown eyes. Uh, episode three. I don't know if it's titled. It's not titled Mad Satan. I but think the phrase is. Mad Satan is very important. That's who they are. Hey, That's how the Satan? Mad Satan. I'm Mad Satan, bro. <laughs> I'm Mad Satan right now. <laughs> mad Satan was the name of this this gang. This gang's name is Mad Satan. Miles, I know there's no webcam on me, but I'm holding a pitchfork and there's flames everywhere. Just so you know, oh, I'm, wow. mad, I'm Mad Satan right now. <laughs> Should have gone with Hella Satan if you think about it. Yeah, Maybe that's they're not true. West Coast based. Anyway... This episode introduces a new character. It starts with them in a classroom. Hallelujah is asleep as he has been every time we've seen him in class. Uh, and a bunch of motorcycles. Just like Jesus, you know? Jesus yeah. hated school. Jesus did all the stuff that he did because he was so tired of having to go to class. <laughs> um, Wait, this also follows my rule of the main character has to sit by the window. Yeah, that's true. He is by the window. These motorcycle-themed punks, perhaps, show up i guess they're rock themed now that i think about it but yeah they show up themed. on motorcycle and stuff and they yell into the classroom which reminded me of baki by the way i kept thinking about how stupid yes. baki is and that there's the scene <laughs> where like the villain jumps up into the classroom on like the fifth floor or whatever he jumps <laughs> through the window i want to watch that again um but in this case they don't do that they yell to some student who has long hair and looks mysterious he has long his hair is flat, kind of flat down yeah and he's like hey you got to come out here and play. I don't think they rhyme, but eventually, uh, this is a lesson about how you can't ever leave a gang. Cause that's basic. That's basically this episode is he was once part of this motorcycle gang. You can leave the gang if you go to the church. Okay. Mm, what'd you think <laughs> about that? Uh, eventually hallelujah wakes up and is like, tries to tell them to keep it down, but one of them is throwing a whiskey bottle up there and it hits him in the head. Uh, and then he this is he summons two frying pans and throws them and maybe knocks out two of the gangsters. 
They eventually leave, and then down on like the first floor, I don't know what it is, how Hareluya and Kiyoshiro, Kiyoshiro bother this long hair guy, but he does a thing where he underhandedly like flicks a guitar pick at them. And ha- ha- Hallelujah is calling him like a pervert and stuff. He's like, you're a creepy per He's just judging him based on his like hair and his sad face. Yeah. And I think the idea that he has some kind of nasty past. Mm. But he just, yeah, decides that he must be a pervert. His, his name is Ichijo, by the way. The Ichijo. rocker. The rocker's name is Ichijo. Yeah, he flings a guitar pick that leaves like a smoldering hole in a locker. And... And um, Hallelujah calls it a deadly weapon. And he also says, oh, is he like Zenigata, who is like a Japanese folklore legend? And I've heard of Zeni this and that from like Final Fantasy and stuff, where you throw a bunch of like the currency of the RPG at the bad guys. Mm. Uh, but apparently the subtitle briefly explained it like real fast that I guess there was like a a hero of legend from, I don't know if it was Warring States or what, but uh, he would throw money. He would throw yen at people. Then uh, do they all go to Rari Rureiro restaurant? I don't know. Ichiro starts styling up his hair like a faux hawk, basically, and he plays some rock music and stuff. And so we learn that he's in a band and that Mad Satan wants to fuck up the concert. But I don't remember this restaurant you're talking about. Well, he used they to be- They all par- go out to eat. Uh, hallelujah. The little boy and the babe from the previous app. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they all go to eat. I just, I called it, because that is what it says outside of the restaurant okay because i was looking at it like one letter like one character was bigger than the other but it just says um okay we learned that this musician long hair guy was in a gang called mad satan that i guess some of them play rock music and they use the concerts to look for marks they can shake down for money yes which seems like a very inefficient use of resources people would just personnel. be like don't go to that rock concert <laughs> i i do want to say would I, people go see a band that robs them i maybe the solos are fucking sick dude yeah that's true um but there have been, I have heard tales of a band that apparently you don't know is playing called Bad Luck Number 13, uh, who when you show up to their concert, they're, they're like roadies, their gang members lock the doors and they just beat the shit out of you. Mm. I don't yeah, know Yeah, the roadies are called Ticketmaster, am I right? <laughs> they hit you with all those fees. <laughs> God, well, how is this a convenience fee? That ain't convenient. I don't want to spend money. I'll go to the place. Drag them, Mark. Drag them. Oh my them. God, don't get me started on scalpers. Actually, don't. But anyway, um, I, I guess I could kind of see this as a thing. Like a lot of hardcore bands that are like, yeah, we're in, we have a group of people that, that look out for each other. And you're like, oh, a gang. And you all just fight other band fandom and stuff. There gangs, have been, aren't, gangs aren't always bad, I guess. No, no, no. What I'm describing is bad. Oh. There have been like, gang type stuff associated with music well i guess we know that from the hip-hop side but it's true with rock as well Mm. um however it is weird the way they describe it as though like they put on concerts just to shake people down like i don't know the first episode they just stood around and waited for people to walk by that seems just as i don't know but that's that's where this guy he wanted to get out of that band uh i don't know maybe out of that out of that gang gang band. band Uh, maybe he really wanted to do a prog rock thing. He thought they should bring in keyboards. Well, he's all, he's all about the music now, man. He's not about the, you know, the crime. What's his new band called? I just know it has fire on the kick drum, but I don't remember if it had a long name. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think it's, it's just his band. Metal. Fire metal. I don't okay. know. Fire metal. Um, 
And so he's trying to break away and play at this underground club. But at some point, uh, the, the- playing all Vanessa Carlton covers now. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to keep it, take it a little bit slower and softer. The the Mad Satan group like shook down his, I don't know, uh, not his manager, whoever, the, like the guy who owns the venue. Yeah, his venue owner that he calls master, mm. and the subtitle says Mister Manager. Yeah, they like kind of beat him up. They ask him, what do they ask him? They ask him where where the guy is or something. They ask him something. I don't remember. And then they go and they break up all they break all the instruments and they kidnap the bandmates. That's right. They kidnap his yeah. They kidnap his two bandmates. The drum. He's the drummer and the bassist. I guess. Yeah. I guess uh, Ichijo is the singer and guitar player. Yeah. I guess. Um, and so that he gets a call that's like a ransom call from them. They're like, if you want to see them, come over here at seven o'clock. He's like, seven o'clock. But that's when my show starts. And they're like, hey, hey, hey you're not gonna have a show. <laughs> yeah. It's. I don't know, like, what, if people miss your opening night, you'll never be a band? Yes, whatever. <laughs> the threat should have been, we'll fucking kill your friends, or something. I don't know, just, <laughs> that's the bigger deal than the concert. I don't know. So, yeah, so he gets off the phone or whatever, and the, the people there are like, oh, it's okay, we can reschedule the concert. And he's like, no, we're, we're performing tonight. <laughs> he's like, I'll be right back. And then, so he doesn't wait until seven, which is very rude of him. He shows up early. <laughs> They told him to come at seven. He came probably, he came at like 530 or whatever. They were like, you came early to the kidnapping. Come on, bro. But they were all there. Maybe he thought there'd be a line to get in. He thought it was just like a concert. He wanted the best seats to the kidnapping. And there was no consequence to him coming late. Like there's no reason. I mean, early. There's no, there was no reason for him to show up on time. Um, right. He just, it's, it's a concert. People are like seven o'clock and he has it. He's not on yet. We're getting out of here. It's weird, too, because he shows up and, like, frees his bandmates, and they just leave as though they're going to, yeah. like, why don't they help? Is It's a band where everyone else is well, really he, soft, he and he's the them, fighter. He tells them to leave. He's like, you guys go get safe. I'm going to take care of these assholes. They're it, weaklings. It's also, it's his fight. You know, he was the one that was in the gang, and he's trying to he's trying to get out. You know, it's not their fight. It's not their problem. That's true. But they Only need him. Only guitarists are good at fighting. I don't know, man. I feel like bassists you might bring along just to have them as fighters because a lot of, you know, a lot of rock, you don't really need the bassist. Um, but he shows up on a motorcycle that like Hallelujah gives him. Um, and then um, the boss, um, what's his name? Mushi, Mushiyama? His name is Momi. Mushishi. No, Momiyama. He he gets in a car with that guy and they're like, he's like, follow that motorcycle and they try to follow him. Um, Hallelujah gets in a car with Momiyama and tells yeah. him to follow the motorcycle because he wants to help Ichijo. Yeah. But anyway, Ichijo starts beating up the gang members and stuff. Um, and his bandmates go off in a motorcycle and um, Hallelujah, l- they lost him in the car. So when they, when they see these guys driving back with the motorcycle, he's like, hey, where where where's the fight at? <laughs> Um, no, actually, no, he says, what does he say? He says, uh, oh, that's that closeted perverts motorcycle. And they're like, oh, do you know Ichiro? And it's like, he just insulted your friend. They <laughs> like, also are you, think he's a closet pervert. You're, you're admitting your friend's a pervert. Ichijo just fights a bunch of, an entire gang of he people. He beats them all up. But he's like fucked up as well. Which is, you know. 
He's like, it was extremely funny to me that he was so fucked up and he was like, I gotta get to the concert. (laughs) If you just beat up like a hundred dudes, your hand is not going to play guitar. Your hand is swollen or broken or it's, you're not, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work. Somehow he ends up at the church. I don't know how, I don't remember how, maybe, maybe um, Hallelujah finds him. But he ends up at the church and um, everybody at the concert is mad that they're not performing yet, but they find out that he is at the church. So they all go to the church. Um, And then he like, you know, he passes out or whatever. When he wakes up, everybody's there. The whole audience was there waiting for him to wake up. And then he just wakes up and like starts performing. Yeah, you're concussed, but can you sing us a little song? Also, um, the acoustics must be crazy. It must be awesome. Like all the echoing and stuff. (laughs) But they already, we saw that the uh, Mad Satan gang actually broke all of his gear that was at the the concert, the original concert Mm. venue. So I don't know how, maybe, uh, maybe Hallelujah just pulled out from his back like a bunch of amps Mm. and a drum kit. Yeah. We saw him pull a broken guitar to beat up some of the other Mad Satan gang members. He's Um, the ultimate roadie. Yeah. You don't even need the rest of the crew, just one guy. I want to know who cleans up the church after all this because it's going to be it's a not mess. hallelujah. It's a mess. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't clean. Yeah, so all is well, and the rock concert goes on. Oh, this is where he pulls the guitar out of his back and he electro- electrocutes the Mad Satan gang. That's what. Oh, I that's right. Here. There's like a few stragglers who are waiting at the venue. They're somehow in water. Maybe it's the water that the god priest poured out. I don't know. And and yeah, that's where Hallelujah pulls out the broken guitar and lets it electrocute the water they're standing in. Um, so really getting elemental, all types of different elements in the mix. Yeah, and then I just write down that he saves rock and roll. He that's saved it. rock and roll. He did it. That's it. He <laughs> uh, took the path of rock and roll. Yeah. So he's an artist too, because he's all about his craft. He's all about the the rocking and the rolling. He does like to get creative with it. Or oh, yeah. you mean the the rocker? Oh, the rocker. I was talking about Hallelujah. He's a bit of yeah. an artist, but yeah, this guy's an artist. We don't really they don't like take the chance to like sneak in like a vocal song in the middle of the anime and it's just sort of like I don't know it's just soundtrack uh, and that's episode 3 episode 4 is called Grandpa Bob but we did not watch it it's a funny name sorry Bob sorry Grandpa uh, yeah the show is very silly Um, it's got its charms to it I perhaps. thought it was very funny that was okay yeah, it was okay. It was it was fun. It was a fun time. Also, boy is stylized with a slash through the O, mm. which I think in Norwegian is pronounced like a U, which would mean this is hallelujah <laughs> to Bree, maybe. Boy. Anybody from Norway, write in and tell me how you would pronounce B-O with a slash through it Y, because it might be Bree. Bree. Base. Yeah, overall, I give this two out of two boy. And again, that's on... High dive. Watch it if you want some some nostalgia, some silliness. Uh, and if you want, if you were like, I love the eyes in Serial Experiments Lane, but unfortunately, the Anime Studio Triangle staff closed down in in two thousand after they were supposed to do a Pat Labor Pat Labor. How do you pronounce it? Pat Labor movie didn't happen. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what we're going to do next week because, well, there's not much for me to look up. It's going to be JoJo. Next oh. week. Next week, motherfuckers. Wow. Send us all your email. Wait a minute. 
When when does it when does it come out? All twelve episodes, I think, will drop on Netflix this Thursday, which will be tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, if I actually fucking got it out on time, so we're gonna watch them one at a time. So don't spoil us. Oh don't God. spoil us. Don't. If you want to, you know, watch along with the podcast, don't expect us to watch all twelve at once. Mm-hmm. We could. Or we'll spank you. Ah, uh, that's a different Patreon tier, where we will fly to your house and spank you in front of your whole family. That's right. You were interested until I said your whole family. Yeah. Whatever. You don't want that shame. Those are two different aspects of your life. You don't want to conflate. But yeah, follow us on Twitch. We are twitch.tv slash jjbpod. We'll be playing some All-Star Battle R in the coming weeks on there. And probably other stuff, because I, ca- I can't stop gaming. It's a real problem. <laughs> um, or suggest other games that I may have already. <laughs> that I should, I should have an excuse to get to. And yeah, on Twitter, we are at JJBpod. Um, and there is a Discord that uh, a nice fan started for us. The link to that is in the episode description. Hopefully your podcast player supports HTML. Never mind. That's it. You guys have any final thoughts or words? No. Before I kill you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Halle- Jojo is back. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, Hark the Herald Araki draws. I think this guy could be in a, a JoJo's character. Hallelujah. Nah, he's not weird enough and his clothes are too plain. Okay. It's a hammer space power. That's kind of enigma. He folds oh. things in a paper. Okay. And it's JoJo, so it gets weirder. Like a fucking fax machine is in there, a copier, mm-hmm. a Xerox machine, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you next week when this is a JoJo podcast once again. Everyone, have a good week and stay out of those streets. Bye. 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 Follow your dreams.